attention Crossroom shoppers. The store is now closed. If you were unable to make your final purchases and grab a Crossrip, Deep Peaks, or hug a Reitman shirt, we've got you covered. Just drop us a direct message and a representative from our staff will be happy to accommodate your needs. Thank you for shopping the Paranormal Shop and have a nice afterlife. week on the good old Crossrip podcast and show we are trying our best to talk about everything that happened over ghostbusters day there were announcements there were teases there were easter eggs there were uh reveals there was a lot that happened and chris and i are going to do our best to take the last couple of weeks and distill it into an hour of information that said we will not be deviating into spoilers so if we're trying to stay spoiler free we gotta save space don't here we go Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keyboard? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. <laughs> Weird name. Gotta make the best of that. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. What are we doing with our lives? All right, well... Uh- <laughs> Sitting around reading, uh, sitting around playing Nintendo. Kind of oh yes, Nintendo. Um, Actually, we'll get into that. Yeah, we're gonna Nintendo. get into Nintendo, Nintendo to talk about. Um, I don't know. I I, I do want to say that I think that all that I could think about all of last week and literally up until about forty-five minutes ago was um, I'm glad that we like restructured and redid our uh, our formatting and our release uh, cadence and like you like it. It was great because I I enjoyed Ghostbusters Day and I got to, you know, be in the fervor of all the social media <laughs> shit and, like, trying to get everything posted onto to the GBHQ yeah. website and stuff. But it also, like, once that died down, because all day that day it was ridiculously busy and your phone is overheating and all sorts of crazy stuff is happening. But then, like, yeah. the day after, it's like, oh, we don't have to, like, record and try to put thoughts and and conversation yeah. into it like i can kind of like chew on it for a second i can kind of like process things i can think of how uh you know i, I want to position things how i want to talk to you like the things that i do want to talk to you about because often you and i would just be like here's the summary here's what it is Man, like that's as, about, as far as yeah. we could go but now there are so many things that we can like talk about and we can sort of ruminate on uh, i like it yeah. so I don't know. I mean, there is something again. Like I, I loved listening to um, uh, Jim and Jason on Extraplasm. Like the the recap of like here's everything that happened. Yes. Here's everything you missed. Here are our comments on it. And I think that like I'm so glad Jim is doing that now because that's like, there you go, man. Like that's that's what you do. You get to <laughs> here. Please take this burden. Please push this rock <laughs> up the mountain. Um, yeah. And then you and I kind of get well, to be I, the Waldorf and Statler I, I, of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> only less funny. Only less funny. And maybe. I don't know. Just as crotchety, though. I'll tell you that Three quarters as old, maybe? I don't know. How old are Waldorf and Statler supposed to be? That I'm not entirely sure on either. I put them in their 80s. Uh, Those are God, some spry okay. 80-year-olds. Well, That's what I'm feeling. So, uh, three quarters as old. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm that old. I probably look and sound like I'm that old at this point, but that's different. I didn't realize this, but when uh, 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 Milton Berle was on The Muppet Show, 
So I watched The Muppet Show when it came out. Uh, how old are you? You may have missed it. Uh, 45 or 41. Yeah. So you, you kind of you, you got reruns or whatever of it. But I remember, so Milton Berle was on it and he got into a, a, a spat with, uh, like a, a wisecrack spat with Stadler and Waldorf. And I was two weeks ago old when I found out that, <laughs> again, just showing that everything that goes around comes around and, 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 and uh, whatever I was, six-year-old sitting in front of the TV was never going to get this joke. They were lifting off of a thing he used to do in the vaudeville circuit with a guy. I can't remember the guy's name, but he literally had a guy who sat in the office and like heckled him and they do this bit back and forth. Oh, that's funny. And they funny. brought it to the Muppet show and with mild retweaking, just lifted the whole bit. Oh, like, that's hilarious. I'd... Sorry, has nothing to do with Ghostbusters, hey, but I'm like, you, you, you brought Godfrey's it up. story about Milton Berle and the coffee table? And no, 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 we all get into that. Whole, <laughs> uh, that's a different podcast. Um, but yeah, there's plenty of Ghostbusters stuff to talk about. Plenty of Ghostbusters. Plenty, and plenty. we're, yeah. And we it, we have exactly what we want to do, which is a week's perspective. Yeah, exactly. So a week's I'm perspective. And we can talk about the things that are exciting us and, and the things that... Uh, have happened after Ghostbusters Day. That's the other thing is, you know, true, yeah. true to form, stuff was announced after Ghostbusters Day, as often happens. Yep. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to kick it off. We'll do news, but it's also kind of like just a summary of all the stuff that happened with Ghostbusters Day, uh, some fan stuff, uh, some some fun, unearthed archival stuff, um, and then a another virtual reality announcement. So here we go with the mm. news, and uh, buckle up. This may be like a four-hour podcast. It's Hey guys, Peter, I have some news from the world of Gozer. Multiplanar curly elimination. Yeah, well, here's your next month's cover of GQ. Check out the aura on this sucker. Speeding. Three, two, one. Here's the stuff that I've been kind of uh, like Snoopy fighting the lawn chair. I've been trying to figure out how to approach this <laughs> with the podcast. Because clearly, unless you are completely off social media, if you are completely off the grid, if you are yeah. still using dial-up uh, 28.8 modem uh, AOL, you know that filming is happening for Ghostbusters Firehouse in New York City. Um, yes. We also know that filming is still ongoing and probably coming to a close here pretty soon in in the UK. But... Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think you and I kind of saw eye to eye. There was like one video that was posted. It was a wide shot. You couldn't see much of the ecto, but it was just sort of like, hey, stuff's fit. They're filming downtown in Manhattan. Uh, they've yep. got a Russian arm chasing the ectomobile around. Um, it is very cool. We can't really see much detail. And so it's not very spoilery. And so it, yeah. it, it was like the one time that I broke my, I hate leaked photos. I hate paparazzi photos. I hate those yeah. long lens. Like this is not the way you need to see things because it, it was literally, this is what happens in New York city. Like, Hey, I'm walking to go get my bagel and, and schmear for the morning. And all of a sudden the ectomobile is tearing down the street with a Russian arm, following it on a camera. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it would be like, 
everybody, there are proton packs in the movies. It's like, yeah, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> it is, the Ecto is driving around New York. It's like, not a spoiler. It's a given. It's a given that it's going to happen. So so we don't need and to then, get into all the details of it. <laughs> no. Well, here, from where I was at, it was a roller coaster ride because I saw the same thing too. And I was like, that's great. You know what? That's not a spoiler. Enjoy, everybody. And then you get a couple of close-up shots and I'm like, I'm declaring this a spoiler again. <laughs> yes. And it's and and then I think yesterday or the day before, they somebody posted some shots of their the some families got to go visit the set and all that, and they got pictures with uh, Phoebe's stunt double the stunt doubles. That's the hilarious part. So all and, of this stuff, it's sort of like space balls. Yeah. Like it's the stunt doubles that are running around because it's all <laughs> exactly. second unit filming. Obviously, main unit exactly. is still in the UK. Um, but again, we're we're right back to okay, not a spoiler, not a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, like, it's, a, it's a stunt double. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. We've seen we've seen the jump seat. We know Phoebe's in the movie. Uh, yeah, she's in the ecto. It's like what? Okay, can we see the thing and the thing? Not really. No. Great. Yeah, okay, exactly. Fine. It's like I, it's t- it's tough again with everybody now having a pocket studio uh, that they can film, edit, and post uh, oh, to the God. masses. It's it's very difficult to do anything under wraps, and so out of respect for the filmmakers and for the studio, you and I kind of see eye to eye. Where it's like if something happens yeah. that's newsworthy, we we want to make sure that we're posting, reposting, aggregating, whatever we need to be doing for that. But also if it's something that's kind of yep. like, maybe that's a, a something that you want to experience for the first time in the movie. We kind of like play dumb. We're like, la, 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 that's not happening. Yeah. Like, um, uh, you know, feel around the Ghostbusters community and the outlets just like last time and figure out where you're comfortable and then kind of dig in for the next few months. Yeah. Cause like Jason, Jason was a no spoiler kind of mindset last time too, but his definitions were a little looser than ours were, for example. And I think he's kind of at the same level based on the stuff he's been reporting this week too, because there's been stuff and I'm kind of like, eh, I mean, it's not a super spoiler, but I think I'll leave that alone just because, well, no, because you just, you and I are of the mind of, I, you know, I don't even want to assume that somebody doesn't doesn't want that as a surprise. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. going to name, but you know, a certain somebody's in the movie or whatever are confirmed. It's like, well, we had guesses and hopes, but and there was hints leading up and all this stuff. It's like, eh. or very clearly, but you know like, what? There's somebody that they're keeping you in the dark as to what their role in the movie is, and then good old Uncle Dan yeah. goes on to a talk show and is like, <laughs> that person plays this, and here's five yes. lines of their dialogue and. You know, I yeah, I one hundred percent went. La, 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 la. It's it's a very different you know, and I think we we saw that with Ghostbusters Afterlife when we saw Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson doing the talk show circuit before Afterlife came out. They were all talking about how different this news cycle is for them, and it's an adjustment for some of the yeah. the more um, you know experienced actors on on these productions where it's like. Look, anybody who's worked on a Marvel movie knows you don't say anything. You go on a talk show and they ask you about the new <laughs> Doctor Strange and you say, I can't tell you anything. But but somebody like Dan Aykroyd is the basomatic salesman. He goes on a talk show and he wants to tell you how good the movie is, how great the cast is, how amazing the script is, and how you need to drink Crystal Head vodka every single time you watch the film. <laughs> Th- those are the four, like, I don't know, his publicist might give him a note card that's like, hit these four points and that's, you're done. Um, so like a, like a, a shock uh, collar around his ankle under the <laughs> pants that you can't Dan, see. Stop it. <laughs> I, um, 
Yeah, I was listening to the last podcast on the left recently. I kind of hadn't listened to them for years and then was kind of diving back in and uh, noticing that they're really big on the, the Ghostbusters references lately. Uh, for Henry's really off on a – seems every episode he gets at least one Ghostbusters reference in it. I'm not 100% sure why. <laughs> but uh, – they were talking about the Manhattan Project, and he went off on this thing that he has a theory that Dan Aykroyd modeled Egon to a degree after Oppenheimer. Oh, because apparently, I, I think that's one hundred percent true, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't recall if that's ever been said anywhere. But I'm like, yeah, I can see that. But now I've decided that Dan Aykroyd is Niels Bohr because <laughs> they were t- talking about <laughs> Niels Bohr was such a absent-minded professor. They were talking about how, like, he was impossible. Like, he, he, he there was no way he should have escaped Germany because they'd, like, they'd put him up in a in a, a safe house and the phone would ring and he'd pick up the phone, hello, Niels Bohr? And they're like, yo, what? <laughs> yes, I am here in Switzerland. It's like, uh, well, well in. we're relocating you, sir. That's, <laughs> yeah. That- and, and he got to America. And forgot his code name, oh, so he wandered God. around introducing himself as physicist Niels Bohr, and I'm like, "That's Dan Aykroyd. That's Dan that's Aykroyd Dan. for reasons we cannot fathom. It's just so excited about new Ghostbusters movies, uh, and, and he should he be. cannot like, remember not to talk about the new God, Ghostbusters guys, movies. I mean, remember, remember in the the <laughs> mid to late '90s when Dan was like the biggest cheerleader of this, yeah. and he's like, "We're working on a script, and it is gangbusters, and I've got Judd Apatow, and I got this person. Shout out to Baducci Studios who did his." Um, interpretation of the 90s rumors uh, Ghostbusters that had yes, like Farley and that was Sam a great and one. Um, but uh, yeah I mean it like Dan has been that person who for decades now has been going yeah. on to talk shows and doing this and now that he actually has something to talk about he is still doing the same thing just now with yeah. some tangible uh, information and and he's he he thinks he's doing everybody a service and then i'm sure yeah. that like uh ghost core and sony and everybody's like oh why did you say that dan okay all right we got well go here's back here's here, which is weird because the thing septuagenarians are known for is change they're very really good yeah. at change oh of so. course <laughs> yeah i feel i feel for dan i love dan that's never changed i i'm always happy when i get to meet dan dan is awesome but yeah dan Dan has been Dan since 1980. Well, Dan's been Dan forever, forever. to be honest. But in yeah. the Ghostbusters con- context, he's been he's been Dan since 19 actually even before 1984. Because of course, <laughs> like that that uh, the the reel that they put on the the Blu-ray there of them uh, selling to the the vendors this, and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's CinemaCon like, reel or I mean Show West, I guess Ghost- at that point. Yeah. Show West. That's Ghostbusters Dan. You know. 1983 on what, what uh, that's the anniversary oh my god it's the 40th anniversary of uncle dan of, of dan talking about the movie and them having to cut around the, it yeah he and uh, yeah because yeah during the dry spell he was a cheerleader and we loved him for it for five or six years and then he kept cheerleading and we were getting tired of it because nothing was coming of it and then he's back to being a cheerleader but stuff is happening and we're like wait wait wait, wait Dan, no, I don't st- know that. stop telling yeah, us <laughs> it's tough it's and and we're also living in a totally different age where you know dan is trying to be a cheerleader for the movie and for the property which obviously he has a stake and and holding with yep. with and um, and there are other things that are happening, you know, among the film industry as well, where, you know, we've got the writer's guild strike, we've got the screen actors yep. guild strike probably coming in, in a month here, um, where you also have 
artists and and people who are trying to promote themselves and make sure that they are solidifying uh, jobs and stability and stuff for when these these strikes uh, uh, yeah. pass. So they're trying to put their most recent work out. They're really proud of the stuff that they do, and it and it gets to be a, a very a very difficult thing not only for us as fans who want to go into a movie fresh and to experience it for the first time, but also for this weird news cycle where everybody has to have the breaking news and the exclusives and all of the stuff that gets yeah. them the clicks at, at first. Um, and then the studios who a lot of this, the, the secrecy and the, the NDAs that they have people sign, like it's, it's, not just because they want to preserve the story and preserve the mystique. And like, like Jason Reitman said for, for afterlife, they want it to be like a package that you unwrap slowly as, as we tell you to do. Um, it's also, uh, it's, it's like, it's very sort of Apple computer versus Microsoft back in the day. You know, there are certain yeah. things that they don't want to get out because then it may inspire other uh, derivative works elsewhere. And it might, it might tilt the hand of somebody else's project that then like when I was watching, uh, into the spider verse, all I could think of was, man, you know, all of these projects with multiverses, like the flash and, and spider verse and, uh, doctor Mm -hmm. strange. And do you think they all knew that they were going to be doing multiverse stuff? And the answer is yes. Like someone let out that this was going to be a multiverse thing. And, and, and it, and it, and it, it inspired other things, which then kind of deludes the the waters a, a little bit. Um, so any, anyway, that is a, a long-winded rambling version of us mm-hmm. just saying, you do you, you, whatever, like your <laughs> engagement of whatever you want to know before you see this film is your responsibility. Yeah. We, uh, Chris, you and I- It is your right. Yeah, it's whatever you want to do. Like if you want to go into that movie knowing every single beat, every single line of dialogue, every single surprise, good on you. Just keep in mind that is not everybody else's opinion. And at the same time, we we want to go in fresh. We want to make sure that we don't know too much about this film because it is a film. You want to go in and, and experience it for the first time. But that's not other people's experiences, too. They want to know everything about the damn movie three years before it comes out. So yeah. it, it's it's. Now that we are living in the hive mind mentality, we have to kind of be respectful and empathetic towards towards everybody else and their other opinions. So, the, so all of that to say, we're not going to talk too much about stuff that's on. <laughs> no, the the author of the Ghostbusters Ectomobile Manual is not going to be telling you about stuff that we see on the roof rack. I'm sorry if you want if you want that, you need to tune into this podcast like a year from now. Um, but what we can talk about is Uncle Dan, as he does on Twitter. Uh, he says he's cracking a bottle of crystal head vodka to celebrate his day with the comic genius Patton Oswalt. And he says his stuff alone is worth the price of admission. Number one, again, those four points that I told you about, Dan is hyping the movie. He's hyping how <laughs> funny the people are. He's getting a crystal head nod in there. Yep. It, he hits all four points in one tweet. Um, but it's, it's kind of fun to know that Dan is very involved. Dan is there. He's got scenes with Patton Oswalt. As far as we know, Dan and Bill Murray have been in the UK now for quite some time, so it seems like they're going to have a good substantial role this time around. Yeah, that's that right well, there. That's all you need to know, right? Like that's that should get you all, hyped enough. That's all we need to know. Yeah, yeah. it lends itself. I have so many questions um, 
about how big of a role that, and I, we talked about it in previous ones where they, you know, cause once you finish afterlife and the, you know, it, it doesn't really solve a lot of the Egon story. Right. So if you're going to tell Egon in the past story, the guys are going to have to be there. So I'm really, like I said, not a huge surprise. Uh, that was one of the things that they confirmed was Bill Murray's going to be in the movie. It's like, really? Uh, you don't say. You don't say. Yeah, that we kind of knew. He's <laughs> taking pictures with the cabbies in London. I think that's a given. I Exactly. I will say this, and I will happily enjoy doing this every single time for everybody that complained about Answer the Call, and they're still doing it. Some guy did it yesterday because uh, somebody uh, took some pictures of their daughters dressed up with some cosplayers and Paul Feig saw it and said, that's awesome. And then some guys in, I cannot stress enough how bad this movie hit the, hurt the franchise. No, it didn't. Cause look, Dan or not Dan, Bill showed up without a fight, right? Like, like, and you know, you know why that is? Cause answer the call. Answer the call. And and tangentially, I don't want to go too far down this path, but I do. And it's going to lead into something we're talking about with the, the Buffalo Ghostbusters uh, day celebration. But, um, uh, answer the second call and I for, uh, forgive me. I wish I knew your real name or I would, she, uh, she's doing it's answer. Uh, First name's answer. What, what is it? Answer. No, I'm just joking. No, just keep oh, going. I was like, Oh, ignore me. Keep answer? <laughs> you, it's, a, it's an old fashioned, uh, uh, it's like a Victorian era woman's name. Answer. <laughs> answer. <laughs> Question. Answer. <laughs> Question. Um, keep going. I, yeah, I, I think her name's Natalie and I don't want to say that yeah. and then be completely wrong. But anyway, she has been so hyped. She's from Australia. She, uh, was coming out to Ghostbusters day, uh, in New York city to go to the uh-huh. hook and ladder number eight, uh, uh, celebration. But she is a huge, obviously answer the call fan and came in her answer the call, uh, gear with her pack and, and, and following just the, the sheer joy and, and pleasure that she is getting out of being in New York city, um, uh, being at the firehouse, meeting other answer the call fans. Um, they saw a couple of little girls that, um, recognized them, uh, walking around the, the answer the call, uh, Ecto. Um, and that's another thing that Paul Feig caught wind of and was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Um, and she I've literally just before we started recording this had met Leslie Jones because she stood outside of wherever Leslie was doing something with a t-shirt that said, I want to meet Leslie Jones. That's the way to do <laughs> it, man. Um, but just like that, that's what this is all about. Like you're a fan, yeah. like somebody enjoys something. You don't have to tell them they're wrong. You don't have to it, at every single turn yeah. of every single moment of every single day. If it's not something that you enjoy, you don't have to try to convince somebody who enjoys it otherwise. So, yeah, like I said, it's, it's not a rabbit hole to go down, but business wise people, the answer, the call exists because the structure of the deal with the principles up to that point Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, Harold Ramis, Ivan Reitman, right? And the, the, the film studio changed. Right. It was fundamentally changed by Ivan Reitman, as far as we can tell, to basically untie, you know, the Gordian knot of getting a Ghostbusters movie made because, you know, sometimes Bill Murray says no and you need everybody <laughs> to raise their hands and say yes. They changed it and yeah. The result was answer the call got made, not going to debate people on good or bad. Cause guess what? Some people like it. They get to like it. Some people don't like it. Fine. I wish they'd shut up about it, but yeah, they get to not like it. But answer the call is why Bill Murray was in 
two more Ghostbusters films. Yeah, and heavily in, involved. In a, in, within, the, within a decade. We haven't even hit 10 years from Answer the Call. And Bill Murray's God, been two more Ghostbusters that? movies. Like the, the same guy <clears throat> who said during the press junkets in 1989 for Ghostbusters 2, they were like, well, what's for the next one? And he's like, the death of the Ghostbusters. Like he, The death of the Ghostbusters. A guy who said, I'll show up if you kill off my character, yeah, like, has been back for two and doesn't seem to be setting himself up for killing off the character. He is happy where he's at he's happy to come play and he yeah he said yes twice so anyway i just wanted to point that out because i don't think a lot of people have kind of yeah sometimes those the, recognize that that's necessary that that first pancake that 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 vanguard needs to go out there and <clears throat> test the waters and once the waters are tested be like okay maybe that's not the right idea and then you go back to the drawing yeah. board and, and figure it out so if, if you want to argue what they should have done instead great but whatever the the reality is is the deal got restructured and we got two more ghostbusters and, movies with with peter venkman in it. yeah so, plus some plus stop, blah 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 no, like, <laughs> two two more films of peter venkman and a a canon dark horse comic book that's coming out that's like that's the thing yes. is you're getting this whole extended universe that's uh, now going to interplay with each other and be connected. And um, yeah. uh, the, uh, the Ghostbusters fans dream. Um, and, uh, and while we don't know too much still about that dark horse book, uh, Ghostbusters day no. did give us a little bit of a, a, a hint, a tease and a moose bouche, if you will, of uh, what we're going to be getting, because we know that it takes place between afterlife and the new uh, film. Yeah. Uh, we don't know too much more beyond that. Um, and Dark Horse was like, hey, it's Ghostbusters Day. We asked our artist, Blue Deliquante, Deliquanti, I don't know. Deliquanti, so- yeah. Yes. Whew, that was close. Uh, uh, put your hands together in that Italian thing and move them around. It's a lot easier to say it then. Deliquanti. 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 <laughs> Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Yeah, got, they, they let Margarete. them. Uh, put, Antonio Margarete. <laughs> Uh, it's a me. It's a me. Um, they put out the the, the character sketches, which were quite obviously modeled after the characters in in Afterlife. And, and it should be our just our sketches. Like they just ask the artist yeah. to do the sketch specifically for Ghostbusters Day because everybody's. I don't like the art style. It's not even going to be in color. It's not inked. It's not. It's it, Dark Horse well, whatever, literally that's... said we asked our artist to sketch the characters for you for Ghostbusters Day. More to come. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, the, it's the it's the old give a mouse a cookie thing. Like we got the cookie, but you asked for the milk. Like it, they they're working on it, and they'll reveal more when it's it's appropriate. At this point, I'm ha- I'm I'm perfectly happy with them just confirming. Yep, the get comic's still coming, still coming, <laughs> Great, still working perfect. on it. All I need, right? Like, like I, honestly, I think the only thing that that. I, and 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 the people who are like, well, that's it. When Ghostbusters Day was over, the uh, the amount of people who were like, that's it. There's nothing that happened. A bunch of stuff happened. You now just have the precedent of Ectofest last year, where they're like, there's a comic series coming and a Netflix yeah. show and an yeah. animated movie, and we're working on the sequel. And you know, the problem is that that hype train takes time. And the people that gave you that hype train are really working hard on the movie right now, so they can't yeah. they can't take time out of their day to come in and and keep the hype train rolling. So, and it, it would have been complaints all around, no matter what. Yeah. So yeah. one of the things was we got the teaser poster, and to be honest, people should be. I think people are taking that for granted because what is the the 
what is tradition at this point if you put out a Ghostbusters movie? You gotta have the you Ghostbusters have, teaser poster. Yeah. The, you have to put out the all black poster with the logo in the middle. Yep. Right? Like as a matter of fact, I will say right now <laughs> that it's like the Ravens in the Tower of London. If you don't put out a teaser poster for your <laughs> Ghostbusters movie that's all black <laughs> with the logo on it, it's not gonna do well. And it, um, it's and it's gotta have the coming this summer, coming to save coming the world. This summer. Com- exactly, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, once you had the logo, they could, uh, well, here's the thing. We, again, are also taking for granted the fact that last time, uh, Jason had the room to, uh, go out and shoot. And let's be honest. He kind of, uh, I've said, let's be honest a lot. I, I, you know that's what? I'll okay. try and keep that down. I think I'm up to eight or Let's something like that. Let's be honest. I'm not going to lie. Let's be honest. That's that's the one. Having just written a manuscript with uh, my friend Jen, uh, the two of us say, "I'm not going to lie." Way too many times. Like way the too amount many of times. times that I had to like strike that and pull that out of our. Anyway, that's, yeah. <laughs> set that up as a macro search yeah, word. Take that out, please. For the word um, lie. Yeah, we were spoiled by the fact that what was I pointing out? Oh, that he he did. He filmed a specific teaser for us. Yeah. The, the announcement. Uh, and did it on a budget, too. That was just like the, the announcement. announcement that yeah. it was coming. That was it. Yeah. Yep. Well, this one could have been as well, right? Like, it could. we had the logo. It could have put a stinger in there. Could have, it could have. We've seen it with some movies, too, where they, like, lift just some of the audio lines. I think they even did that in one of the Ghostbusters. Uh, they, yeah, they, they lifted from the original call, movie. Uh, call it Karma. That was the teaser trailer for uh, Afterlife. Yeah. yeah. You, you could have pulled out some of the what's been recorded you you know and then you know goes from that the music and and black and in dialogue to one cool shot or whatever yeah they could have done that and then people would still be bitching all we saw was like a, you know one shot and it's like okay fine so here's 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 the thing as far as we can tell that's this movie's still coming up quick um i only think at this point plus or minus a couple of months. And that's just me going, yeah, things, who knows with the writers the strike and, strike the, and all yeah, that yeah. studios may try to do some strategizing by moving stuff around just so stuff's still going out into theaters and all that. So worst best case scenario, it still comes out as intended for Christmas. Worst case, maybe a little later. That's, Again, compared to what we had to wait for Afterlife, that's oh my God. nothing. But what's funny is it's similar problems though, because Afterlife, you know, with COVID, they couldn't get people in to do the ADR uh, recordings and they couldn't get the, the orchestra to come in yeah. to do the, the score. And I have a feeling that if the, the screen actors guild strikes, this That's gonna it's going to be the same problem. You can't have your actors come in to record exactly. their ADR because they're on the picket line and they don't want to cross the, so it, it may, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm already prepped for that. Like with a lot of things that, you and I but offline means, we're talking it, about Star Wars. Yeah. It's like, yeah, of course they're going to delay the Star Wars movie, guys. What, what did you think was going to happen? It, but it, it means we're only going to have to hold our breath for a little yeah. a little while. So as things are going right now, if the movies come out in December and they want to get the comic book out November at the latest, although let's be honest, uh, oh God, I did it you again. You did it again. Drink. I did it again. Drink. 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 Yeah. Um, you know, October always seems to be the better plan or whatever. If you wanted out for that, uh, it's October, November, December, September, August. Yeah. So next month we'll see, we'll see a cover next month because they'll have to start soliciting the comic shops three months in advance right. to, to buy the, so we're going to see more in a matter of weeks. I think and, the, and yeah, you're right. Like Ghostbusters day was ill-timed. Like how dare Ghostbusters come out on, on June 8th because, <laughs> 
Because yeah, like the, the comic solicits can't happen now. Like they can't, no. this is not the time for that. And the trailer, like everybody's like, well, I thought we were going to get a trailer. Does it make sense for a trailer to come out on Ghostbusters day? Which for, for all of us, if you are listening to this Ghostbusters podcast, you obviously know what Ghostbusters day is, but uh, I had so many people within my very small circle go, what the hell is Ghostbusters day? And I had to explain yeah. it to them. Like, it's not like May the 4th where it's like, oh, I get it. It's Star Wars day. Cause it's May the 4th. Uh-huh. Like the, the marketing and publicity teams on the Star Wars side have done their due diligence to make that a thing that will now stick until the end of time. I swear to God, <laughs> but with Ghostbusters, well, to be honest, Ghostbusters day is our fault. It's because it, we as fans were the ones who said, Hey, it's the day Ghostbusters came out. And we need to make a <laughs> for big years. deal out of it. Yeah. We uh, just made a big deal of it. We, we decided that it, the birthday of Ghostbusters was the day it hit theaters. And but, Honestly, look like look at it like I love Bill and Ted Day. To be completely yeah. and totally honest, I love Bill and Ted Day because it is so like, hey everybody, today's Bill and Ted Day, and there's like what? And then you look at the date and it's six nine, and it was like oh, <laughs> funny joke, and that's that's it. That's the end of it, and that's as far as it goes. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, so we're 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 not owed anything for Ghostbusters Day, and the fact that uh, Ghost Core and Sony actually do stuff with us, it's, yeah, it's just bonus. It's huge. It's huge. But okay, so and 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 we live in a world now where there's going to be two more movies. If if the fandom continues to grow and we get bigger, like a Star Trek or a Star Wars, then yeah, maybe Ghostbusters Day turns into it becomes a, a thing, a huge uh, the, annual yeah, thing, right? Exactly. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. And and they will always save the big. Spot for San Diego Comic-Con, uh, Halloween, or something. You know, one of those yeah. things where it's like, you know that the, the the broader audience, not just us nerds, are listening. But Toy, Toy Fair is still coming. New York Toy, Toy Fair is coming up. San Diego uh, Comic-Con is coming up. Dragon Con's coming licensing up. Licensing like, Expo is happening right licensing now Expo's as coming we up. speak. Right now. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Just... <laughs> It's it's nice that they they celebrated with us because frankly, like I said, we're the ones who decided to celebrate, yeah. not them. It's, it's like. a courtesy, really. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so so the funny thing with the whole like, well, nothing happened on Ghostbusters Day. Uh, uh, that that sort of um, sentiment started popping up at I don't know like two o'clock Pacific time, um, and then Gil Kennan on his Instagram uh, posted that teaser poster at whatever it was like three th- uh, four o'clock in the afternoon. And, yeah. and then part of you want to be like, are you sure they didn't really reveal much on Ghostbusters Day? Because that teaser poster. That's a lot. Again, stick ostrich head in the sand. Like, oh, my God, that's telling you so much about the movie just with like an alteration <laughs> to the Ghostbusters logo. Like it's yeah in, in the grand tradition of uh, Empire Strikes Back, Batman Returns. uh like you're you're getting a sense of what this movie, at least thematically, will entail based on it a is, logo design. Yeah, it is the well. Here, let's be honest. It is the most telling uh, uh, Ghostbusters logo since the first one, because the first yeah. one was just straight up Ghostbusters, and everybody's like, "What's a Ghostbusters?" And because you, oh, you're no intrigued ghost. by oh, a it. ghost, no ghost. Yeah. I get it, right. Second one doing the two. It's like, well, that doesn't tell us anything. It's the second it's the movie. Second we get movie. It. Doesn't make sense uh, answer, in world, which Ivan Reitman <laughs> nope. always admitted to. Yeah, answer the answer the call. Did the uh, the beveled metal one, which looks slick, but it's just the Ghostbusters uh, logo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last one was uh, well. <sighs> 
I guess it told us a bit thematically because it was a bit of a beaten yeah, up it was one, kind of wasn't it? Like worn, the, worn and tired logo a little bit. Yeah. But again, we were like, yeah, because it's been a while since Ghostbusters. So sure, that makes sense. This one, you're looking at it going, oh. why is there ice on the logo? <laughs> Like <laughs> it is the there. most, it is the most provocative one since the first one. Uh, there was the word I was looking uh, for. Provocative. It is, it's provocative, and it immediately makes you think of things that you're like, "Wow, I've taught there." Okay, uh, I, and again, knowing that they're out there filming in the middle of June, uh, how's that going to work? But yeah. um, it's 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 a great teaser poster because I, I guarantee you that the. Uh, the, the stiffs that come in off the street that walk into their AMC multiplex and they see that thing standing in the lobby and they go ghostbusters on ice. What? I, like there's going to be that kind of like, it's going to make yeah. them think about it. And then that's again, what a good teaser poster does because they're going to be like, I saw uh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for it. As soon as those posters start showing up in movie theaters, you and I are going to get the text like, Hey, I saw there's a new ghostbusters movie come out. <laughs> Is it is it set in winter? Is it like a Christmas thing? Yeah. Um it it has severely undermined Ghost Corps attempts to make Ghostbusters on ice. Though. So that's <laughs> I'm a little saddened by that. I And you 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 laugh, but I can actually see it in my head. Like bring back Robin Shelby in the in the big oversized uh, and the slimer you know felt slimer. Yeah, yeah. Can she You see like she the can black skate. tights you with know the she skates. can skate. Yeah, the yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then and then all of the stuff could be Pepper's Ghost kind of like the Universal show was where you've got like the 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 proton oh, yeah. streams and all of the um killer clowns from outer space. Uh oh, I'm so in. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh comic poster um, comic lots poster. of Uncle Dan and twittering and some real yeah so Uncle blah, Dan, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we saw there was a, a great video that they posted that was uh, wishing everybody a happy uh, Ghostbusters day where yes. keen eyes saw stuff in the backgrounds of all of the shots because it was like the EPK filming of all of the actors which again confirming now that we have the the Paul Rudds the Carrie Coons the McKenna Graces yep. Logan Kim's uh, Celeste O'Connor's Annie Potts, uh, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Ernie Hudson. <laughs> They're all also, there. Like we, yeah. th- th- we don't have to quite tiptoe around things this no. time around where it's like they're all, the whole gang is back. You guys, it, it actually also confirmed the one thing you and I talked about two years ago, which was, you know, give it a, a couple more years. They could put it in a movie. And by thanks to the pause between filming Afterlife and putting the movie out, by the time we get around to a fourth one, these kids are going to be super tall. They're all super tall they're now. They're all super tall. They all, they're adults. <laughs> like Logan Kim's got a mustache coming in. And I'm like, dude, you were 10, five minutes ago. This is so, and yeah, it, I mean, and so, so that video was great because it, it put them in environments. It did give you an official look at the Ectomobile that uh, we were sort of talking about not wanting to talk too much about. But so if you really want to go look and pour over details on that thing, go, go take a look at that video. Um, we saw the firehouse, obviously the movie's called firehouse. So you see the background, uh, they did not get rid of the arcade games. They maybe moved them into a different room, but they, they didn't get rid of the arcade games. Um, it's, it's just, it's fun. And again, it was like a 30 second video. Um, just a like happy Ghostbusters day, everybody. And we all thought that more was coming. Um, but that was just kind of, that's what you get. Like you got, there's a lot in there. If you just start to do a little Blade Runner enhancing thing, 
um, you will find very slowly uh, that there are, are details in there. So um, mm-hmm. that that was like the extent of like the official announcements. And then there were a bunch of like uh, product announcements, uh, uh, fan announcements, things like that. Um, I, I thought maybe we could touch on just a couple of them, Chris. Sure. Um, as, as we alluded to earlier, the Buffalo Ghostbusters threw a, a hell of a party on Saturday, like not quite Ghostbusters Day that, that weekend um, at the Hook and Ladder number eight, where they had the Alessi brothers come and perform. Um, <laughs> which is awesome. Which was so cool. Honestly, go seek out. I think you and I both reposted it on our Twitter yeah. accounts. They sound great. Like they still got it. Like there's that they they kind of now have embraced i think for a certain uh, period of time they were like oh we're the ghostbusters guys and we hate that song we're other we do other things you guys we do other songs <laughs> and now they've kind of been like yeah we're the ghostbusters guys we're going to do the song and they they played it really well um a bunch of ectos showed up they had an ecto competition they did an auction mm-hmm. they did a fundraiser they had t-shirts that i wish some way somehow i could still purchase because it was such an awesome t-shirt mm-hmm. Um, uh, and a lot of out of towners too. Like I noticed, uh, some of the Italian ghostbusters went, you know, made the, the trek out and uh, yeah, the, uh, Australia, we mentioned our, our answer, the second yeah. call friends. Um, yeah, a lot of people made, made the journey. Um, Paul Feig made the journey. Was Paul Feig at the hook and ladder one too? Was he at that one or was he, he was oh, no, in he London because he's, thing he's in the UK. finishing Sorry. his movie. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, how did he get to New York too? Um, and he lives there, doesn't he? I think I'm pretty sure he lives in London. I think he spends most of his time there. But he's he's finishing a movie. I think he even Your explained Susan to people has a like, cane. Like he has. I think he's legally required to live in London. <laughs> your so your suits and your cane speak highly of London. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was really cool. And for for a fan um, sanctioned event uh, that obviously uh, Hook and Ladder number eight was was in on. Um, got a lot of attention and and did some really goodwill. Um, I don't know how they closed off that block in New York City. Again, knowing how difficult it is to close streets in New York, uh, so c- good on them for doing that. But um, just just a lot of fun, and it it just so happened that they were filming Firehouse stuff a couple blocks away. So I think yeah. a lot of people did a walking tour to go check out what was being filmed for firehouse. Then they all hopped on the subway and they went, they uh, checked out Columbia and uh, uh, the, the museum of, of native American art. Um, uh, the, the New York uh, museum for those of you where v, where Vigo, mm-hmm. the Carpathian was there for the romantic display. Um, <laughs> but yeah, went and checked out a bunch of filming locations and did a walking tour it was really funny seeing people on social media being like, I'm on such and such subway platform. And I swear there's like 20 ghostbusters here. What is happening? Like that, because they were migrating all at the same time. Yeah. Um, but what, what a fun event, man. I wish, I wish we could have gone out there. Guys, guys, you're scaring the streets. Okay. <laughs> it's good viral marketing. Honestly, all, all those people that were just exactly. catching their morning commute or, or afternoon commute subway trains were like, Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, there's a new movie coming up. You um, know what is 100% the the definition of viral marketing too cuz it's like we're going to ride around pretending Ghostbusters cuz there's a new movie coming and Sony's like, "Yeah, we didn't ask you to do that. Doesn't matter. We're doing it no, anyway." Uh, there will be no fewer than 10 <laughs> ectomobiles driving around the island of Manhattan for the day. Uh good luck with that. <laughs> Including one that is officially being filmed for the the new movie. 
Um, yeah. but, uh, so, so that was really cool. Uh, good, good on, uh, everybody out there. Our, our, our longtime listener. I don't know if you're still listening, liver stealer, if you're out there, ping me, if you're still listening to this, I'd be curious, but yeah, liver stealer was there and he, he had some great video journals on it. Um, so, but uh, this is the one that I really wanted to highlight, Chris, uh, Magnoli, Mm -hmm. uh, clothiers, 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 clothiers. Yeah. Yeah. Clothiers. It's very fancy. It's very like Renfair. Um, but they, they do the custom uh, jumpsuits and, and uh, have been doing the Spangler glasses. They're trying to replicate the exact uh, uh, um, army issue uh, boots for all of us. Yeah. Uh, they they high-end nerd apparel, they, like Indiana Jones's hat and leather jacket. Um, and custom. What was the other like stuff all, I saw? Like it's, it's not like the stuff that's being, that's being made in bulk. No. Uh, for, it's made to fit you. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're awesome and have been doing incredible work uh, for, for a long time. Um, they, on Ghostbusters Day, posted a photo of a, uh, a, a Ghostbusters jumpsuit with the Venkman L.L. Bean orange um, uh, uh, I, I want to call it a jacket, but it's more like a shirt, uh, that yeah. many of us it's, have coveted for a long, with the, the professor, uh, patches on the elbows. Yeah. It's, it's, well, technically it's a, it's a, it's a fleece hunting jacket. They call it a hunting shirt. A hunting shirt. Yeah. Eh. It's not. Well, frankly, if you were going to call it a, a, a hunting, I, I would have called it a haunting shirt. To What's be honest, the temperature you know, going to be? Do you have your jumper? <laughs> Do you have your shirt? <laughs> yeah. So it is a hunting shirt. But, but anyway, let's it is not the, mince it words. Is, uh, on the list of, of things that you see in the movie. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still. Oh, I'm still here. I was a little, a little concerned. I'm we, very we got cut off. That's all. Thank you. Um, jumpsuits. Uh, and you know, and accessories, uh, and then it went to props. And but if there's any, you know, I think maybe next in line are the gray TV commercial, you know, the oh, or the gray the blue lab coats, yeah. And those are just lab coats, those are pretty easy. The number, like the holy grail of Ghostbusters, uh, clothing was that that uh, uh, LL Bean uh, hunting jacket because. <laughs> That literally was something they made in 1983 or before. Like it could have been, you know, off of a thrift shelf or 10 years old at that point. We don't know. And never made again. Like they had whatever that season's hunting jacket was for every year thereafter, but not that one. And I guess because the people who buy L.L. Bean just wear the stuff into the ground. I don't know. Like I, I, I have no idea no why. No secondhand but market. Yeah. What's nobody's found for it. it. Yeah. There's no secondhand market. You ne- you never see it in a thrift shop. eBay has been dry for 20 years. I know because I keep looking. <laughs> so finally, this is it. This, this is, is our it. one this way is to get opportunity. it. Like this. This is you this know, is definitely it. The 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 Marty McFly uh, cosplayers costumers out there who have always wanted his specific denim jacket, and then you yep. read the articles where they're like, "Well, we had it custom made. You can't actually buy that jacket." And everybody goes, "Oh!" Now you have your opportunity. <laughs> uh, actually, at the end of this month, they said to purchase that that Venkman hunting shirt, and that that is one thing I definitely need and it's it's very I, I need like, it too yeah because i can wear it for other stuff and it's kind of crypto nerd so nobody knows that i'm just wearing it's like an orange shirt and nobody's gonna yeah. know that i'm 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 harkening back to my vankman days um but it's also a great thing to put over top of that flight suit you immediately uh, associate it with vankman 
100%. I know that Bill Murray was like there on the day in uh, hair and makeup in his wardrobe and wearing that. Yeah. And was just like, I'm not, I'm like not it's his off. probably. Yeah. That was probably <laughs> his. And, you know, uh, it was a little chilly that day and he didn't want to take it off. Here's the thing. I live in the Pacific Northwest and Canada. <laughs> I need it. You need it. Falls. I, I want that jacket for falls. Yeah. I need that jacket. So that's that's that one is is high up on the, the purchases uh, as oh, soon as it's yes. made available. Um, and uh, the other thing, too, that was sort of like off the radar, off the grid is the Visual Effects Society, um, who is kind of the group of special effects and visual effects uh, aficionados and professionals and and historians who all kind of come together. They do screenings, they do um, uh, symposiums, they do seminars, they do all sorts of fun stuff. Um, but they're also they've kind of taken the mantle of like we're the ones who are going to do the oral histories of uh, the films that we all know and love uh, and and how they came to be because Cinefex used to be that and Cinefex disappeared so the the v, VES has kind of picked up that mantle and they're trying to do their best mm-hmm. to document things um, anyway so they they got a really lengthy interview with Richard Edland um, that is, I, I think just under an hour. So it's a, a lot of conversation about Ghostbusters yeah. and the process. It, and I haven't finished it yet. It's long. It's so good though. It's, it's excellent. Um, and, and, and being interviewed by somebody who obviously loves effects and loves the movie and loves Richard Edlund and, and, and just really wants all of the details. So, I mean, it's, it, it's pretty expansive. It talks about, uh, uh, the, the whole EEG into boss films, uh, transition and, and the funding for boss films. And it, it's so awesome. So please go check it out. Um, we will, it's, it's up in our social media feeds, but we'll try to repost it again so that everybody can get their, their ears and eyes on it. Uh, but, but do that. Um, and then the other two announcements, uh, kind of video game related, uh, Chris, which might be a mm-hmm. good, um, a good segue into some, some closing thoughts here, but, uh, spirits unleashed, which, uh, is still running strong. Uh, and, and people are the, I think the professional gaming league just had a big championship this week. Uh, mm-hmm. so c- congratulations to insert name here of, uh, whatever <laughs> team ended up winning that. Um, Pee-wee Herman. Herman. Um, but, uh, they announced their ecto edition, which is coming later mm-hmm. this year. Uh, which I think promises more maps and maybe some more story because there were some cutscenes in there where you see like a pumpkin clawed hand clawing at the ecto uh, hood. Yes, not so subtle. We see through you, Ilphonic. Yeah. We know who that is. Um, <laughs> and and let's be honest, we love it. It does every time they do it though. It does move us a little further into fan service and away from canonically tying into which is anything fine. to do with the movies, which yeah, is fine. I mean, and, and the, like, the game now has gotten so kind of Fortnite goofy where, you know, you log yeah. into a game and you're in a lobby and it's like you with you guys wearing a Frankenstein uh, head. Yeah, and, yeah, you got a Frankenstein and real Ghostbusters, Egon and like backwards hat, you know, Jason, Jason Muse me or whatever. It's, it's funny, but <laughs> Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm excited for more story. I hope that there's more, yep. um, uh, playable sort of narrative, uh, there because the, I did enjoy spirits unleashed, but it was a very short narrative game. And I wish there was more there too. Um, especially on those days where I, I log in and nobody's there. Where are you guys? Nobody wants to play with me. I feel sad. Um, well, uh, you know what? I got a, I got a couple of uh, text lists I could put you into that'll, uh, oh, okay. All right. Some chat, uh, some chat, who, some chat lists. We'll figure it out. Yeah. 
Um, but the good news <laughs> is if it's cross-platform, don't know, find out later, crossed fingers. Um, Nintendo Switch is now being added into the fray of uh, Spirits Unleashed players that will be uh, in that firehouse to to play with. So that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. Um, but I also, we don't know anything about that switch release i think that's also coming later this year yes it's it's a little like i said it was just the teaser trailer um i mean they sweetened the deal with the the, the music they put out the soundtrack yeah, they put the soundtrack out which i think you and i had talked about how there's that little sort of like carnival do 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 that haunts yeah. you after you play the game you go to sleep and you're trying to go to you're <laughs> in bed with your eyes closed and you're doing your breathing exercises and all you hear is that do 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 um, so now you can listen to it in your car and it can yeah. follow you. Everywhere. And Hey, Mr. Doug Banks, you got so much music now. <laughs> Why don't you get back on the Ghostbusters Resurrection uh, podcast? No. Eh? You have no excuse. You have all the theme music you want. Wait, Chris, hold on. We took, we took like a week break before this. We shouldn't really call people out for taking break. Nah, anyway, what? no, I'm just saying. It's 2023. That's what people do all the time. Yeah, it's hypocritical. <laughs> I, I don't care. We're not talking about us. We're talking about them. You you are expected <laughs> to put out a weekly podcast, not me, okay? Uh, well, they were never doing a weekly. No, anyways, no, that was, so that's it, too hard to do weekly. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack is out, um, and you can pick it up on, on Spotify, Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can purchase it on Amazon now. Um, so if, if, you know, again, like you were saying, if you are finding yourself needing something to keep you tied you over until, uh, whatever the next thing is that, that comes out, including firehouse, uh, that, that soundtrack certainly helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later in the week, um, don't have much information on this either, but the immersive game box announcement for the cursed collection, uh, which is another location based virtual reality thing. That's kind of like the, um, um, Oh my goodness. What's the name of the company blanking on it, but they, they just started doing their installations. Um, and, uh, it it seems like this is a a very similar thing where you can go into their, their standing immersive game box, uh, virtual reality locations, and they will have some ghostbusters uh, content for you to play. I Mm -hmm. thought Chris, that the, 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 the description, they gave us like a, a log line of what you're doing, I thought it was really fun uh, that it's the cursed collection and you have to recover cursed artifacts that were stolen from the Ghostbusters firehouse, Um, which I don't know how that translates to the VR experience, but the fact that there was like some sort of curated museum at the firehouse at one point (laughs) really tickled me. It made me, uh, made me laugh. Um, But sort uh, of like uh, Egon and Ray had a, mini warehouse like at the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark or something uh, yeah going on. yeah it's like if 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 Ray's occult uh, has all of the rare out of print only first edition uh, printings of occult books uh, the firehouse had some sort of like uh, 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 yeah a, a well, hidden you, a hidden basement or something with all of the crates in it uh, hey yeah. you know what uh, that is kind of a a thing in Ilphonic's game too, isn't it? The cursed artifacts thing? Yeah, cuz you're yeah. you're picking up all of the little the, the 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 things throughout like you're collecting all of those, you're collecting all the spores, molds and funguses, yeah. yeah. It was even and even then, in Ghostbusters the video game, um you were picking up there was a 
a cursed uh, Ghostbusters DVD, if I recall. Um, <laughs> which but here's here's the thing. That's a running theme now in a bunch of games. This latest one, the 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 VR one. You know, I don't know. I'd put a podcast bet. Like, is this something that we may actually see loop back into the movies? Uh, maybe. I mean, knowing now mm-hmm. that like Spirits Unleashed, like they might cherry pick stuff out of there and and yeah. Um, Here's the thing: if if in the new movie they do, then roll back in the cursed artifacts and stuff like that which really lumps off of afterlife really well like with the 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 gozerian cult and stuff right, like that yeah. right this this it that really does something that you and I talked about uh which is starts to open up what the rules of the supernatural are in the ghostbusters world right it really uh, the first two movies, uh, other than the fact that the guy they fought <laughs> was a magician that hid in a cursed object, it wasn't really a thing other than in the cartoon, right? But now we seem to kind of have a sense uh, in afterlife. Credit. He was that, a powerful magician. Just, yeah, okay. the the cultists, you know, mess around with some some things, and there's that. It basically what it does is it kind of tweaks open this idea of how science and magic kind of overlap and blur in the Ghostbusters world. And yeah. Kind of sets. I like that, uh, but that's just me. That's just me speculating. Well, it so. also gives nah. this one some replayability because the like rise of the ghost Lord, I think we, we don't know too much about still, but nope. that's the meta one. Um, and then, uh, the, the other virtual reality experience was kind of like a training thing, but this one, it's like, well, I caught, X amount of artifacts. Uh, let's go back and try to do it again. Um, so I, I think that's cool. The bummer is I haven't gotten to do any of these uh, more recent no. ones. I did the void one, which was fantastic. I wish that that still existed to do again. But yeah. Um, so uh, what was but, the last one? Hologate. We actually Hologate. have. Holog- ah, thank you. That Holog- was. What I was you're welcome. Hologate. There's a Hologate out at uh, one of the amusement parks just outside of town, and we. <laughs> Talking to a friend of the show, Kevin Lim, I was like, yeah, we were going to think of going, but uh, I don't know if it's out at such and such. And he's like, I called. They don't have it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> like, Kevin knows. But I've heard a Kevin lot of that. Connected. People are like, uh, I think you, did, didn't you say you contacted Ooh, the local Hologate? There, or yeah, the maybe local was- Hologate. There there's actually the Hologate like, research and development thing that's like right down the street from my office. Yeah. And it, it showed at first on their map that it was there. And so I called to be like, I didn't even know that this was like a, a, a front facing public facing thing. Can I still yeah. come and show up? And, and they said, Oh no, 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 that's, that's an error. And then I noticed on the website the next day that that disappeared. The cut. There's one downtown here in LA that does have it. And it's just a matter does? of is, oh, yeah, okay. scheduling. So uh, it would be nice to, to try it out. I know some of the, I think, Oh boy, was it the Alabama Ghostbusters? Some some of the uh, the Ghostbusters. Did they out, get to go do it? Yeah, some somewhere in the Midwest or, or even on the East Coast, they were able to go do it as as a crew. Um, but yeah, and and the Man. best part is that the Hologate people were so tickled by it that they took the pictures of the dudes in their like flight suits with their packs, also wearing the <laughs> VR stuff. And it's a good uh, social media event for them. But yeah, um, well, you know what? It's not it's not the eighties anymore. Like the your VR experience doesn't have to be shipped by canisters on a plane from town to town. 
So I don't know why uh, the one that's only half an hour, 45 minutes drive from my place I doesn't have it. don't know. I don't know. Maybe Mah. maybe it's something about like there's some sort of special something that needs. But uh, regardless. Uh, but the good news is that there are VR experiences for Ghostbusters. And, and this is sort of the start yeah. of of things that can can come in the future. And... Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's a ha- glass half empty, half full. Uh, the half empty is that there are more Ghostbusters thing that I never get to experience, <laughs> but the half full is that there's more Ghostbusters thing that a lot of people do for get other to people. Experience. So yeah. you know what? I'm fine with again. That. You go. You go. Do you? I am Ghostbusters fandom Jesus. He says doing his best Ryan Dole. Anyways, moving on. I'll, uh, <laughs> on on that John Lennon note. <laughs> We cue the music. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go go stoppers. I'm sorry. We'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. And Twitter accounts. Friend is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. I'd say we're bigger than Ghostbusters Jesus. Really? <laughs> um, well, I don't know if there's a better final thought than that, Chris. I think that's going to get us enough attention as we... Uh, uh, yeah, except nobody takes me seriously when no, I say... When no, John Lennon says no. it, yeah, that's going to cause a problem. I think but, we're bigger uh, than Jesus. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, look, at Ghostbusters Day, there was a lot that was going on. I know that people yeah. were... were there was a sentiment of underwhelmed, uh, like, where's all the big Adjust announcements? Adjust your expectations, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Yeah, but a new movie's about to come out, and then what right. do you think's going to happen next year? There's going to be big announcements to help bridge the gap to the to the next year. Right. Um, so, you know, we kind of have to take 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 things in and process them, kind of follow the cross-rip model here. You don't have yeah. to immediately react. You don't have to immediately nope. jump into things. Take some time with it and then kind of think over it. And that's what we did. And here we well, are. Just re- to here we are. Yeah, that's right. Um, I did the Jesus thing because I it was revenge <laughs> for that uh, that police movie you did on me earlier. People, people, it's, it's all audio. So I don't know if people entirely notice that. You know how cops, they get you by the shoulder and then twist their arm, your arm behind you? To, to, uh, yeah. To, 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 to take a, will you yeah. into submission? Yeah. So earlier on in the thing, I'm like, babbling, babbling nonsense. And you're like, yes. And that is exactly like the comic book, which is me <laughs> guiding you into the conversation about the comic books. Please stop talking nonsense. So, you know, I just, I'm being no, petty. I'll, that's, I'll end, that's I'll end not, on a little heresy. No, that's not forced police. <laughs> that's, that's just you and I. We know. Sir, Stop resisting. No. <laughs> Do the podcast. But watch your head while you get <laughs> into watch the your car. Head, sir, uh, is there any, am I going to hurt myself? I'm going to search your pocket, sir. <laughs> am I going to hurt myself? Is there anything you want to tell me about it? Tell me? You want to disclose at this time? Yeah, um, I got a, I got a, a neck of Slimer in one pocket. Um, 
<laughs> oh, Nega <laughs> Slimer. Man, that's still the best Slimer. Well, uh, I take that back. The the Tony Taylor Slimer is pretty good. But anyway. Actually, you know what? We didn't talk about it. Uh, we'll save it for next time or ne- when we get a pile of merch. The uh, quarter scale uh, statues start to get shown Ooh, off. Oh, yes. And yeah, they yeah. show that Egon comes with a Slimer. And that is a pretty sweet. Those are pretty good. Those, yeah. Uh, pretty yeah, sweet yeah, Slimer. Yeah, let's save that for next time because I think that save was sort of like time. we saw that at a trade show and maybe we can get some yeah. more information before we talk about it. But. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, pretty pretty packed episode. But what do you what do you got for final thoughts, my friend? Final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts. Well, or final. Thought. I don't know. I could. My Maybe final one. thought. Final, yeah, I was about to, to say. Plural. I'm saying thoughts. No, it doesn't have to be plural. Um, I could. Well, okay. So uh, let's. It's it's a it's so well, let's do Ilfog. So basically, I my life in Ghostbusters fandom is. The website's down. I mean, the domain's still working, but I haven't kind of gotten figured out what I want to do with the site. I hate Facebook, so I never go to Facebook anymore. Instagram cross posts, so I let that be <laughs> be my interaction with Facebook. So my life in Ghostbusters fandom right now is this podcast and Twitter, and so I follow the Twitter fairly regularly, and I notice somebody I know, somebody that follows me, and I follow them. Um, basically was starting to try to talk to Ilphonic on Twitter about uh, uh, basically um, representation in Ilphonic and it it had to do with uh, uh, people in wheelchairs. Oh, interesting. Uh, So I'm not going to bring up any names. It's it's bad enough. Like there's no way I can obscure Ilphonic's part of this thing because you know it's it's about their game and that's it that's the game that's out right now um but i also at the same time don't want to bring up the other person's names because sure. it's just oh no yeah because all that'll happen don't. is you yeah. know there's you know there's going to be a percentage of people that uh, just will then but wait, wait there's I, somebody I, picking a fight on the internet i'm yeah, off to pick a well, fight it's i was like, gonna say there's it. so many fights on the internet but i i i didn't see this one so what 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 happened so it, what was it the... amounted so it amounted to they were putting out the what do they call it? It's not accessories, not costume. They have a word for what amounts to the the, the customization of your character. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Their skins that like on their their updates with their DLC. Uh, yeah, stuff they call, with, what they yeah. call the accessories. I can't remember what. But the point yeah. is, so they did an update, and it was ostensibly the pieces you needed to you know uh, hairstyles, facial hairstyles, costume pieces, gear. To that you could technically rep, just like they did with the real Ghostbusters, that you could replicate the extreme Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is something actually that you can see that they kind of planned out. Here's you know initial Ghostbusters stuff, and then you know kind of they dreamed of extra stuff, and then they're like, oh wait, but here's the stuff from real Ghostbusters and things like that. And anyway, so they 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 brought it up on Twitter. Um, you know why no Gareth? Because or Gareth, sorry. That's and that's. Gareth is the Goblin King. I, I think that's another property that can't, <laughs> that's right. can't dip Garrett, into that. Uh, Garrett is uh, in the Extreme Ghostbusters, uh, wheelchair character, uh, award-winning. Uh, that show won awards uh, from... I um, uh, can't remember the exact group, but basically groups that kept an eye on media and whether they were 
you know, before the words that we have now, like uh, accessibility and diversity and stuff like that, that's essentially what it was. They were looking yeah, for yeah, inclusion and yeah, inclusion and yeah. all this. And yeah, that's Extreme Ghostbusters won awards for the fact that it had Garrett and Garrett was a Ghostbuster and very little concession or hoopla was made about the fact that that he was in a wheelchair. Uh, yeah, it didn't stop anything. Yeah. And then, yeah. It, you know, anybody that's been around long enough knows that that never translated into anything else, right? Like, I guess, it, ironically, in the early video games, he was, you know, oh, God, I never really played enough of the... The, uh, the Game Boy, Ecto, there was a Game Boy Advance Game Boy one. one. Yeah, and then and I know that And I know one. he would show up and be featured because they're doing stories specifically about the Extreme Ghostbusters. I can't remember if he was playable there or not either. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you either. I, like... There's but, a, but but the point is so here's let me let me try to encapsulate this quickly because I'm, otherwise I'm just meandering. The toys came out and we saw that they had done prototypes, but then opted not to put it out. A very early example of you have this great character who's in a wheelchair, and then when it moves over to companies uh, continuing and creating products about it, he's left out yeah. as this outlier for a variety of reasons. And I think back then. Well, you know what? Again, we're no 100% see behind the veil, but Trendmasters was, you know, didn't last long. So it's quite possible that they were all, there was always shaky ground and somebody yeah. went, we and just I think cannot afford. In that afford. case too, Trendmasters was also working from, I mean, I don't, I want to defend Trendmasters, but I, I think they no. were working from concepts of what was super Ghostbusters at the time. Like they, they were even so far behind the, the product cycle that they didn't know what the show was they were just making toys like i think there was like uh eduardo had like a motorcycle with a sidecar or something like that they all had super packs and all that yeah Yeah, but uh, to be honest that was a 90s thing too right like you couldn't just put out a figure that matched well and and yeah what you saw in the show right still i mean to a certain extent that's still the toy industry as a whole where it's like if something is coming out in november if you haven't started the toys by january or february the year prior they're not going to be out on time so they're working yeah. on stuff before then but but yeah so so so, so, yeah, there's no so here's Garrett the here's the thing Let's, you create this 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 great show uh with this these great characters and one just keeps getting left off but let's be honest i think still to this day Sometimes you have to scratch your head and go, is somebody doing weird math about the original Ghostbusters and kind of well, underproducing in, one, right? Like I don't in in Ilphonic, like so again, I don't want to define I don't want to speak on behalf of the devil's right, advocate this, here, but with Ilphonic sure. it's like the game mechanics are already set. They're just kind of doing aesthetic things that your character kind of looks like. So All right. I, so I, this I, is I guess this I kinda get where, my, where yeah. it wouldn't happen there. This is where this is where my final thought is at, and, and I have no solution to this. But I felt it was a, an interesting enough discussion that I wanted to kind of bring it up. And uh, this is neither for one side or the other. Uh, you know, the, the, this this friend of mine uh, on Twitter. Guess what? I've got nothing I can say to them <laughs> about what they can and cannot, and how they should pursue uh, activism about representation in 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 games yeah. for for people like themselves in wheelchairs and stuff any more than i get to tell somebody that because of the color of their skin they don't get to complain to people that they think are underrepresented them uh whatever right especially right now this world is filled with a lot of people that are like hey you know what you've ignored all of us long enough no we will not be quiet so uh, fair enough and then i also 
I make games. So from the Ilphonic side, I'm like, okay, there are there are challenges to what's being asked. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't mean, think a conversation happened and probably should have. And it doesn't necessarily mm. mean that there was anything could come out of it uh, in practical terms in the game, but at least there was a conversation. Now that said, I also think that had this conversation or had many conversations in movies, uh, film, television, comics, whatever, toys, video games, if conversations happen early enough in the process, I think some stuff can be planned in advance. So it makes it easier to open a few doors that everybody just goes. It's, it's really easy to be the guy. And this is why, again, why I didn't want to bring up names because instantly the minute I, uh, it came up on Twitter, you know, uh, arm, armchair, uh, video game jockeys, <laughs> Guys who I are do not they play games they do not make games are in there like yeah it's about a game about people running around you can't have a guy in a wheelchair and it's like oh, yeah this game also yeah, has like, that's that's why like this. the conversation you're you're talking about a conversation just internally of like is this possible is this something we can do because I, I don't think we, very, we can't very, speak on behalf of that we can't no we I can't know. speak on behalf of Alphonic I have a yeah. small window of being able to speak on behalf of gaming both pro and con Alphonic which amounts to uh, so for the, the 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 you know the fanboy that came to their defense and you're a fanboy like if you're going to be that much of a jerk about it that you're going to tell yeah. somebody that they get they have to sh- they should shut and they were basically telling them shut up like the game is about people with with uh, working legs you don't get to say anything it's like well, that's, guess that's what? not a good yeah that's no, not a good guess approach what, to fanboy, it either. This this game has haunted chairs and mop buckets running around. Like it's not inconceivable to you know have a wheelchair moving around. But let's put that aside for a second. This is why I said I think it comes down to a conversation could have started earlier that would allow for some things. Like uh, I don't have I have. Um, I don't know. This is why I, I, I wanted to be clear coming in that this final thought does not have me having any solutions. No, hey, this has been a problem. Inclusion and diversity and visibility has say, been a problem. This is not a final for, thought. This is like, this is the, the zeitgeist of 2023. It's <laughs> been, this is, this problem. We can't encapsulate has, this. It's been decades to before now. It's going to be yeah. for decades after, but. It's that that doesn't mean I shouldn't bring it up. I th- I, f- I felt like this oh, was totally uh, yeah. Um, well, maybe <sighs> maybe we can act as a mediator between the the parties that 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 can speak to it. Well, well, let's figure out some some way to sort no, of I, do I don't, something I don't here. Think we need I don't, to, yeah. don't think we need to mediate. I think what need I think all that has to happen. If my final thought literally comes down to, if you're gonna do something, <coughs> try and think as early as possible about. Inclusion, because I, as a, you know, a a game developer myself, I know that the further along you get in a project, the more that doors and flexibility close for you to make adjustments later. Yeah. Um, you know, the simple example being is you, you can't let your programmers spend ages creating a world with, uh, you know, um, pistol weapons and then in the last month of production show up and say, Hey, can we have bow and arrows? Because they're like, Holy cow. That is an entirely different set of assets. That is an entirely different bunch of, 
of of animations like arrows fly different than bullets like it's just but if you start at the beginning and say we're gonna have so many different weapons it's not even and then you can say uh in the amount of time and resources we have uh we're gonna have guns uh we're gonna have laser guns uh we're gonna have bows and arrows uh because we have the gra- the the physics for arrows we could probably do if we have time to do the animation we'll throw in uh like spear stuff uh throwing axes and all that are out we're not gonna have time for that. you know what i mean like if you start early, you can at least you can you can get something in there, uh, or at least be able to say we looked into it and we wanted to and we could not make it work. Yeah, and that's well, I don't know. Like I said, uh, having something done is better than trying, but trying is better than nothing. So, and that's kind of you know sometimes where things are in the world of video games. There's, um. Like I say, Ilphonic uh, has done a lot, uh, a lot of their their follow up stuff. It's very clear that they've looked at all the properties. They love Ghostbusters. They want to do a lot of fan service stuff. And yeah, there's a couple of pieces that you know uh, fell through the crack that don't know why. And I can understand why some people would be upset about it. And I can see why at this position they're like, nope. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, th- I think I, I don't. I, I, I Assume think got good a little... intentions. Like, I think they thought they were just like, we're giving you guys real Ghostbusters characters. Well, we're giving you extreme Ghostbusters characters. Like, I don't think that this was something they willingly, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, Again, we don't I can't know. Speak I on mean, their behalf. I that, can't that'd, speak that'd on... be nice. The other thing, though, is on Twitter is that everybody just started getting mad and blocking one another, which means that not only did a conversation not happen as early as it should have, nobody seems to want to have a conversation now. Uh, and again, I think that would go a long way. If somebody had just, if somebody, it's Ilphonic, they make asymmetrical games <laughs> to be able to say, you know what, we should have planned earlier or we can't for these various reasons, but we'd love to talk to you and get some input and have it in mind for our next game or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right. Or I, I don't know. This is why I'm trying to make it clear that. I don't think either side is, uh, is wrong. It's possible for both sides to not be wrong in this situation. The situation can still be foobard, uh, and neither side necessarily the bad guy. Um, uh, it's a human, it's a human issue. We need to be humans about it. And the only thing I can say is for the love of God, talk about these things earlier because I know you, you can't jam stuff in into a video game late in the process. Uh, but you can plan for it at the start. And I think because they put out the extreme ghostbusters and that's not there. Um, yeah, we don't know. They may have just said, don't they have a guy with a wheelchair? Yep. We're not doing that. Uh, maybe you could have thought about it for five minutes more. Maybe you're going to talk to some people. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, so from where Uh, I'm sitting, all I can say is I'm, I'm going round and round in circles. uh, Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's a bigger, it's a bigger issue. It's, it's a very prevalent issue. It's something that I think we're all dealing with on a a day-to-day basis in some shape or form, you know, not necessarily in this specific example, but in, in other examples too. And I I, I feel terrible because the whole point of this is that there has not been a conversation that happens, but it's like, I don't know that we're the two to have this conversation to be completely and totally honest. Well, we're not, but, but here's the thing. We have a lot of ear holes at our disposal. 
Uh, I know for a fact, based on the people that follow us on Twitter and stuff like that, and uh, you know, we have all sorts of people that listen to our show. <sighs> yeah, we're not the guys to talk about it, but if we can at least have a moment of clarity where we can you know, help boost a signal to, to say to other people out there, uh, there's a conversation we all need to have. Yeah. <laughs> there's a checklist that maybe we should stop and consider every time we, you know, we make a thing. Um, yeah, that's, that's about maybe the least we can do, um, yeah. is to, so I don't know. I, I hope moving forward as more radar. and more people put it on the radar, uh, <laughs> If I've ranted enough that some people are like, what the hell was that about? And then for years to come, they're like, remember that time he went off on a thing? Great. Did you remember it when you were in a position to stop and think about these things? Because that's all I need to do at this point. I, yeah. yeah so that's, yeah. that was my final thought. It's a heavy thought. Eh? I was going to say, geez, uh, you've been dropping the, dropping the truth bombs here in the, the closing hour of the, every, the every like, I really wish he'd done 20 minutes on the piles of stuff he needs I, to sell I off. I thought he in was going to tell us what that Milton Berle coffee table story was that they mentioned. No, you up brought at the time. that up. I didn't bring that up. <laughs> Go, Although, go, if you want to bring it back to Ghostbusters, you really need that. But if you want to bring it out, uh, bring it back around to Ghostbusters before we leave, what's the the story? I think it was on Gilbert's thing of Milton Berle and uh, Forrest Tucker, who also was apparently notoriously uh, endowed. <laughs> <laughs> We're both at a Friars uh, event, and somebody else brought up uh, size, to which they went into the bathroom to oh my to God. reveal themselves. And as they started to re- reveal themselves, somebody goes, "Only show them enough to win, Milt." <laughs> <laughs> and they all got in an airplane and started and throwing it's... tuna fish sandwiches <laughs> out of the door. Ah, uh, God rest your soul gilbert godfrey i love you um all right well we'll come back to that discussion topic at some point we we have to i feel like hey we got a phone a, line you yeah. you got something to say about it please hit hit up the Send phone it line. Be, let let other people uh, do that discussion for us too um but before uh, you do just try and think about what i said though do not go for the easy answers of why it can't be done at this point even if the the answer is uh, wow, it's really hard to do or nearly impossible to do or super expensive to do or whatever. If that's the ultimately the end com- conclusion, great. But the, the challenge I have for people is you got to put the energy into at least trying to think about how it's possible rather than going for the easy reasons why it's not possible. Because otherwise, yeah, we're just never going to get there. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, so hit the phone lines, let us, let us know, and we'll figure out a way to sort of approach this, uh, maybe in the future, uh, as well. But, um, yeah. all right, everybody, uh, until, uh, it, it won't be next week, but, uh, when you hear us next, we'll see you on the other side. Who you gonna call? Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad. Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. Really found its voice in the 46th episode. Oh, oh, oh. Next week, though, Careless Pets. We're so cool.